Hey, welcome into the latest edition of the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios on ESPN Denver 1600. That is, it's time uh, nearly at the start of 2022 to talk some Denver Pioneers men's basketball with the head coach of the Pioneers, Jeff Wilburn. My name is Tyler Mon. Uh, coach, it's, it's great to see you. The holiday break, uh, a short but sweet one, I hope. Um, what's, uh, tell us about the vibe. You got a chance to get your guys back in the building last night and, um, you know, got to be a, a little bit nice to go into that break on a win, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, good morning, Tyler. And it was great. I think it was a much needed break for everybody, our staff, our players, uh, just to go home, see family, you know, kind of recharge the batteries and uh, get energized and look forward to coming back. And uh, uh, it was a nice break. I I enjoyed it. I I had my family all together, which doesn't happen too often. So, uh, but we're ready to get after it. We had a nice practice last night and uh, ready to move forward. And you get a chance to do it uh, coming off of a victory to move into the the winter break, uh, the very brief uh, winter slash holiday break. 75-74, a win at the buzzer over St. Thomas. Um, that was on Wednesday, the 22nd. Two days before that, you took the team that was the first place team in the in the Summit League going into the weekend to overtime in Western Illinois um, and end up falling in that one. But overall, I would think you've got to be pretty pleased with the way your guys have, have met the challenge to start Summit League play. Uh, for sure, Tyler. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, you can say we're within a whisker of a three-game winning streak here. Um, uh, but, uh, you, know, you know, the margin for error is so thin. And um, uh, it was great to see, you know, you you bring a group of guys together in, uh, in a situation that we had uh, where there wasn't a winning tradition the past several years and no one in your program had been part of it. And I think one of the things that your guys have to learn, and we've talked about this in previous shows, is, is instilling championship traits and teaching guys how to win. And, you know, some of that is by establishing work habits. Some of that is by establishing, you know, that success doesn't happen by accident. You know, you prepare for it. And, and I think we're, we're doing a good job of teaching those, those habits, those traits, those values. Uh, but, you, you know, the guys have to make plays in those situations. And, boy, we had uh, Jordan Johnson made a hell of a play the other day. He really did, you know, with um, – uh, it was nice to be on the right side of those, Tyler, I got to tell you. And I told the guys in the locker room once in a while, the basketball gods – you know, kind of look down on you favorably and say, you know what, it's it's time to win one of these close ones. But the guys earned it. Uh, they fought back from 18 points down without our best player, K.J. Hunt. Uh, I mean, just in terms of progress, uh, you know, as, as you measure that, we, we talk about toughness all the time and that being a very real component to our success. And toughness shows itself in so many different ways. It's mental toughness. It's physical toughness. It's taking charges. It's getting on the floor. You know, toughness is also having the courage to make that play in the last few seconds, to take that last, that game-winning shot. That's toughness as well. And, you know, they missed the front end of a one-on-one. Uh, we came down and, you know, we we told the guys we want a couple wings to sprint to the corners. We wanted our big Toko to, to sprint to the basket and then trail Mikey as a shooter. But, you know, we've been in these situations before and we – We've come up empty a few times now, and and we talk about it in practice all the time. And what we said was, we've got to put pressure on the other team. We can't settle for a jump shot. You've got to put pressure on the defense, and you've got to put pressure on the officials to make a call. So you want to look to initiate some contact in those situations as well. We, you know, we we learned how to handle that better. I guess is the best way of saying that. Uh, 
JJ came down and, and he put pressure on the defense. And Toko's man helped up just a little bit. And JJ saw it immediately and he knew the pass over the top would be there. So it was a great, great read, a great pass and a great finish by Toko. And, and just another way to measure progress within the program uh, that we're, we're making those plays now down the stretch. And um, gosh, it sure made for a great Christmas break for everybody, I tell you that. Well, and that's something that we talked about, you know, to be able to go into a few days off on that note feels so different from going in off of, you know, back-to-back heartbreakers. Um, but it also, I think, points out the steps in progress that your guys continue to make because we had talked about, you know, sort of end-of-game sequences, being able to, to close out and win tight games, which is not an easy thing to learn how to do. And you have to see it happen to internalize the things that it takes. Um, when you got a chance, and we all saw the, the video on social media, to go into the locker room and celebrate with the guys, um, what was their mood like, especially to get it in a conference game in which you trailed big um, two days after suffering a, a tough loss? It felt like more than just the average good conference win. I mean, that was a, a win where it feels like you put a stamp on something. Well, um, for a lot of reasons, uh, you, you mentioned conference games. You, you know, these are conference games. They are more meaningful. You're competing for a conference championship. And, um, uh, you, you know, it, it's, uh, it's exhilarating to come out on top of a, of a conference game, you know, when, um, uh, but what I could tell you, and we showed it to our guys at the end of our film session last night, we showed them the last play. And one of the real takeaways was, the, the exuberance and the joy, the exhilaration that the guys on the bench and the, the teammates had for each other in that moment. There were a couple guys on the bench who didn't play a minute in that game. And they were so thrilled for the success of the team and the success of their teammates. And that points to having a strong culture. You know, that points to all the right things that the, these guys were really took great happiness in the team making a play to win the game and and their teammates coming through like that and, and that was a real takeaway for us as we watched that play but um no it, it was we know we're getting better and you know you can point i, I know that in the last 10 days you and i have spoken a lot about our defensive rebounding and our transition defense and it has been i, I we can't make it a stronger point of emphasis than we've done the last 10 days in practice and we've seen those numbers you know, the New Mexico, the Dixie State trip, we were giving up 40 points in those two areas. You can't come back from that. And in the last three games, uh, we're giving up uh, about seven offensive boards, uh, about nine points in second chance points and about eight points in transition points. So we've got that down to 17 from 38 to 40. We've made some real strides. And, and I think the next the next area that we've really got to improve on, Tyler, is the uh, the turnover margin. Uh, we just we need to take better care of the ball. We went through them all last night. We showed the team, and um, they're unforced. You know, it, it comes down to our decision making. Teams aren't trapping us and putting us in adverse situations. We're putting ourselves in those situations. You know, we we like to drive the paint. We like to get the ball in the middle. Good things happen when you do. We shoot almost seventy percent from the field when the ball hits the paint, but. You, you have to draw those defenders and you can't engage them. And too often we engage them and we, we, and we don't play off two feet. And, uh, and, and therefore we, we were turning the ball over 14 times a game and, and boy, I, there's no reason we can't lower that to 10 times a game. 
Coach, from the standpoint of having a team that um, is executing in the, the points that you've emphasized lately, the, the defensive rebound and getting back in transition, all of that, the other thing that this team has done very well, and this has been season long, is they've shown an ability to rally. Um, the Air Force game obviously stood out. You're down 23 points, I think, in the second half in that game and come back to take a lead in the final minute. Um, last time out, you're down 25-7, uh, almost midway through the first half in a game you end up winning. And not only winning, but you end up scoring 75 points in, too. Um, what is it about this group that kind of has enabled um, that ability to stick together and to, you know, have those runs in them? When you're a, a team and you can lock down defensively, that's one thing. But you guys have been able to score and come back in games, too. And that shows a lot of force. Uh, yeah, I've said it all season long. I mean, they've shown a tremendous amount of resiliency in what we've done, whether it's coming back from a heartbreaking defeat, coming back from a deficit, 18-point uh, deficit the other day without K.J. Hunt. Um, I think it shows that they have trust in what we're doing. I think they it shows that they believe uh, in what we're doing within the program. I think that the trust and the belief in their teammates uh, that we can get this done. Um, and as you take this young team and, you know, you, you want to show them signs of improvement, you know, signs of progress. And we've done that. And I think they're very tangible things that we can show them. And it, I think it, it fuels that fire to keep believing in what we're doing. And uh, these guys are all here. We, we have a common denominator of why we're all here. And it's to do something special with the program and to move the program forward. And that is a fire that burns, you know, in, in my belly every day. And I think in our players as well. And uh, they, they want to make a difference. Uh, I mean, really, we've, we've had one outing uh, that maybe we didn't possess, you know, that, um, that desire and that determination and that competitive spirit. Um, and we certainly had it the other day, even though it was, a, uh, you know, obviously not an ideal start for us. Well, the Pioneers uh, one and one to start conference play and uh, a two game road swing. We hope coming up this weekend uh, through the Summit League. And we're going to talk about that a little bit when we return. It's the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show talking Denver Pioneers men's basketball from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios back in a minute on ESPN Denver 1600 on the main level, rooftop patio, and tons of indoor-outdoor seating with HD TVs, the Pioneer is a great spot to meet your friends, grab lunch or dinner, and catch a Pioneers game. We have cold drink specials available all day, every day. Or come enjoy our house margarita or specialty handcrafts. The Pioneer offers quality, affordable food that is predominantly Mexican in nature. Located at the corner of University and Wesley, come see us today and get your pio on. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. Rolling along in the Coach Jeff Wolverine Show on ESPN Denver 1600 from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios as we're talking Pioneers men's basketball as uh, University of Denver hoops on the road for two games coming up this weekend against the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles and the Kansas City Ruse. And uh, back inside the Pioneer Restaurant Studios, Tyler Mon, Denver head men's basketball coach Jeff Wolverine. Coach, uh, you get the, the darlings of last year's NCAA tournament to kick off your first conference road trip and the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. This is a team that to start this season – 
kind of been what they were to start last season. They're seven and six overall so far. They're five and one at home, though. They play well inside the Navy Center. They've still got Max Asmus, a guy who's going to charge hard for Summit League Player of the Year honors, um, and a very talented group. Um, tell us about what it's been like kind of getting set for, for ORU. You're still a few days away from them, but uh, right. for Oral Roberts on the docket, um, what has been the, the biggest key for you focusing on this team? You know, we usually we, we have a situation here where we have uh, four days of practice before our game, uh, Sunday through Wednesday. We usually focus the last two days on our opponent where we go through the scouting report. We talk personnel, we talk actions and so forth. But in the preparation for Oral Roberts, really, are it's very similar to our preparation for the UC San Diego game, for the Western Illinois game, for the St. Thomas game. I mean, those, and now Oral Roberts, those are four schools that are in the top 20 in three-point field goals made in the country and three-point field goal percentage. So, you know, eliminating threes and defending the perimeter uh, is still a, a, will be a huge point of emphasis for the Oral Roberts game as it has been for the previous three games. And, you know, we've done a decent job. We, St. St. Thomas, is the most prolific three-point shooting team in the country right now. How about that? Uh, in their yeah. first year of Division One, they make over 14 threes a game. That's their average. We held them to nine, which required a hell of an effort the other day. And guess who the number two team in the country in, in three-point made field goals is? Oral Roberts. How about that one and two? So uh, that that will be at the top of our preparation list as we we head into uh, preparing for that game. It, it's uh, as you said, Ace Asmus is unbelievable. Like he's every bit as good as advertised. Uh, you know, I watched him from afar last year and their magical run to the Sweet Sixteen, which was really cool. But uh, watching him now and, and preparing for him, he's so good off the bounce. Uh, I, I mean, he he's. Uh, we we have Synergy, which is um, a software program where we can find out everything about a player, how well he shoots off the bounce going left, going right, what catch and shoot. He is so good off the bounce with with threes in any type of space uh, he can create for himself, man, that that's automatic. And then if you get out there too far, he's a great finisher. Uh, he gets all the way to the hole. He's athletic. He's got some quickness and speed going to the basket. A really, really difficult guard. But in addition to Acemus, they have a really good team and they can all shoot the ball well. Um, so uh, obviously they, they, they pose problems for everyone they play in, in trying to defend the three. This is a, a squad that does not, for Pioneers fans who may have missed it over the offseason, no more Kevin O'Banner. He transferred. He's with Texas Tech now, but they've got DeShane Weaver. They've got Carlos Juergens. A lot of the guys who have kind of fed into the progress of that program over the last couple of years. Um, for your guys, Coach, and we talked about this going into the St. Thomas game, you have gotten to prepare a lot uh, for similar style teams over the last three games. That progression from UC San Diego through Western, through St. Thomas, uh, what have you liked most about the fact that you have had to hammer home defending the three, eliminating the three, um, it seems like over the three games, they've taken good steps in that direction. Do you feel like they've progressed from game to game or has it been kind of the same level of execution from game to game? No, I, th I think we have progressed, Tyler. And, you know, it starts with closeouts. And I, I think so many times players are concerned about guys driving by them that they close out short to give themselves space. 
And we've made the point now three games ago, we, we can't afford to do that because if you're, if you're two feet off any of these shooters, uh, it's like you're not even there. So what we've really worked on is our, our closeouts, that taking up all the space and then what we call pushing back. Once you've eliminated the in rhythm three, you know, it, it's a little tough for a shooter to kind of, uh, you know, gather themselves again and then take that, that three when it's out of rhythm. So it's eliminating the in rhythm three, being close enough to take that away where they feel your presence. And then at that point, pushing back and giving yourself space to take away the drive. We did something against St. Thomas. Obviously, in, in the first half, they had their way with us. And at halftime, we said, you know, there's no use playing weak side defense on these guys. I mean, they're only looking to, to, to shoot threes. We don't need to guard the basket from the weak side. We need to arrive on every catch as they move the ball from side to side. And what we did with one of their players, Miller, is we tried to deny him the ball and not allow him to catch. So um, it, we tweaked it a little bit. Um, we had a great second half. I, I think we outscored him 46 to 30. Um, but from a defensive standpoint, and, and then the other thing, you, you know, you asked how we've progressed in eliminating threes. One are the closeouts, and I think two, staying in the plays. That if you get beat on the perimeter, the play's not over, and you can't give in. And you have to stay along, stay in the play, and then work to cut the player off before he gets to the basket. And ideally, you're forcing what we call a tough two, which would be a non-paint two just outside the lane. And we did a much better job in the second half against St. Thomas of staying in those plays. I mean, you can remember that those guys got a lot of times all the way just above the restricted area or just or by the blocks and they couldn't score over our bodies and we yeah. stayed down. We yeah. didn't leave our feet and blow ourselves out of the play. So, um, you know, I'm a big discipline guy, you know, that you 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 have to reflect discipline in all you do offensively, defensively, uh, how you practice and. I thought we showed more discipline from a defensive standpoint in the second half against St. Thomas. Well, the amount of times that I could hear you guys from the bench yelling to your, your team on defense to stay down, and the amount of times that your guys were able to do that through shot fakes, through ball movement, all that, that showcases a lot of that discipline. And that's what's so important uh, and impressive about playing against a team like St. Thomas is, you know, I said many times during the broadcast, that's a team that got picked to finish last in the Summit League, I think just out of the unfamiliarity of people who voted on it, because that's definitely not a last place team. That is a really talented team. They move the ball lightning quick. They shoot it super well. Um, and your guys were able to overcome all of that and move into uh, into the win column. And the other thing that, you know, comes about a lot these days when we're talking about, uh, you know, trying to make it through an entire season in the middle of a pandemic is you go into, into a, a brief break on a win and your guys get a chance to step away from basketball only for a couple of days, but to go experience family, to go be around people who they love and, and how important that is these days uh, with what everybody has uh, shared and the sacrifices of the pandemic. Um, getting your guys back last night, we're recording this on the 27th. What was it like getting a chance to see them after, you know, some got to go be around friends and family, some had friends and family in town uh, for the holidays. What was that like? Um, it was great. It, it was a much needed break. You know, the, there's been much talk in the last uh, couple of years on the mental health piece of this and athletics. And uh, it, it's so real and so prevalent and drives us in a lot of our decision making as, as we try to make decisions which are in the best interest of our student athletes. And, um, you know, I mentioned how resilient our group has been. 
Um, and they have, they, they've been grinding, you know, like, like everybody in college basketball and getting a break at the halfway point and um, just letting your guard down for a couple of days and, and not thinking about the next opponent. And, and, and this goes for me and my coaching staff as well, you know, to enjoy family, you know, you're, uh, as a coach, your family sure makes a lot of sacrifices during the course of a season. And, um, uh, and it's just nice to spend undivided time and attention. Um, it, you know, it's, it's hard for years as an assistant coach. Uh, there were breaks where I spent most of my time getting the next scout ready. And I was sure to tell my assistant coaches uh, when we broke for this three days and get away, you don't need to do any film work you know, take three days and spend it with your significant others and your family and, and, and take advantage of the break. So uh, it, it was great. As I said, I think it recharged everybody's batteries. Um, the guys came back last night. We had a really spirited practice. And usually that practice on the 26th is always the same. You guys haven't done anything for three days. You need to get them running, you know, and, and they're, uh, you know, sucking gas a little bit. Sluggish and, to say. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. After eating, you know, anything like I did, e eating anything you want Same. for three days. But it wasn't wasn't that way. Like our our guys, man, they, they worked hard last night. Uh, they came back with a, a real spirit about them, and they were happy to be back and see see their teammates. And we had a great practice last night. All right, Coach, final point for you as we wrap up this week's episode of the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show. It was not only Christmas, it was also your son Jared's birthday on Christmas Eve. He was home. Um, you guys were going to do a big dinner for that, and then obviously your, your Christmas celebration. So best gift you either gave or received, whether it was his birthday or Christmas or whatever it was. What was the highlight this weekend? Oh, my. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to steer away. I'm going to go in a different direction, Tyler. I'm sorry. All right, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> The, the best gift was the time. It, it really was. It, it was more than the materialistic items and gifts and the, the presents, which are all great, but it was just the, the quality time. Um, my, my son who plays at Purdue, um, last year he couldn't come home because of COVID, you know, and protocol with all the teams and um, haven't had my son and daughter together for a long time, just because of everybody's schedule. And, and by far that, that was the gift that, um, uh, it was the best is just a quality time with the family. That is pretty awesome. Well, coach, I uh, can't wait to, to get back out there with you guys uh, coming up this weekend, Denver basketball on the road at Oral Roberts and at Kansas city. And uh, I'm so excited for the, the second half of the season coach um, happy holidays. And uh, thanks again for uh, stepping uh, aside from your Monday for a little while to hang out on the, the weekly show. And we'll see you there this week. Thanks, Tyler. Always enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Sounds good. Wrapping up right. this week's edition of the Coach Up Wolverine Show from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios on ESPN Denver 1600. We'll talk to you next time.